far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday When did you write that? I didn't write it. Paul McCartney wrote it. The Beatles. Who? John, Paul, George and Ringo, the Beatles. No. Stop it. Yesterday. It's one of the greatest songs ever written. Well, it's not Coldplay. It's not Fix You. Do you genuinely not know who the Beatles are? Genuinely. Hey, welcome to the Critics Podcast. My name is Adam Sidarius, and I'm joined by... Uh, my name is Joseph Salamani, and uh, we have a special guest today. She will introduce herself now. <laughs> Hello, my name is Elizabeth. Yeah, uh, we wanted to have a fresh perspective for this wonderful, wonderful film. Um, maybe the best film of the year. Uh, it's called Yesterday. And it is about, uh, Joe, do you want to say what it's about? I mean, um, it's, so it's yesterday a is, a, is a film by Danny Boyle for some reason about a <laughs> man. Uh, what's his name? What's the character's name? Uh, uh, Jack. The guy who Jack, yeah. Jack Malik. Jack Malik yes. gets hit yes. by a bus and everyone forgets about the Beatles except for him. So then he tries to recreate uh, the success that they had and shenanigans ensue. And he also becomes best friends with Ed Sheeran. With Ed Sheeran. <laughs> All people. Um, so I guess we could just kind of go general with this. Um, mm -hmm. What, Elizabeth, what did you think of Yesterday? Um, I thought it was a cute movie. I think if you like listening to Beatles music, it's something you could enjoy. Right. Um, personally, I felt like it was like a SNL skit. <laughs> or I guess in the movie, uh, a, a, a Thursday Night Live. A Thursday yeah. Night Live. Oh geez, no! Like that was so bad. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. There are bits I really enjoyed. Right. Like the idea itself, because I think everyone at one point in their life is like, you know, like if I could like go back in time and like do this before them, I would, you know. Right. Yeah. So it's a I cute mean, idea. Yeah, it's a cute idea, and. Honestly, like, it's it's all around, like, probably a good concept for, like, a romantic comedy. Mm -hmm. But I was honestly pretty, like, just confused by what the movie was trying to go for. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't tell if it was trying to be, like, a romantic comedy or is it trying to be, like, a statement on, like, artistry yes. mm -hmm. and, like, how art has to be, like, personal for it to be meaningful and impactful. Yes. And if you strip the meaning of it away, you kind of strip the impact of it away, you know. And, it, it, you know, it raises all these different questions, but it never really does anything with it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of, I don't know. And you get a director like Danny Boyle, um, <laughs> who's really, he's a great director. Um, and you just expect more from it. And yeah, I, and I, I think I do want to clarify though. I enjoyed this movie for what it was. Like I thought it was a mm -hmm. cute, fun movie. But I'm, me and Joe were talking about this earlier. I just I'm confused why Danny Boyle of all people. Yeah, I the movie it's not it's not a it's not offensive and it's not bad. It's just mm -hmm. it's it's 
it's so half-baked and it, feel, it genuinely at times felt like a first draft because they don't like mm-hmm. things are introduced and then they don't really go anywhere with them and then exactly. it doesn't seem like it seems like this movie it seems like it was a good like pitch like the mm-hmm. first like 20 minutes are, are pretty fun and they're yeah. like oh this is a cute idea and then it's like well where once we kind of get the initial like oh he's gonna just do the songs mm-hmm. uh it's you, it doesn't seem like it knows where it wants to go with anything. Yeah, it just kind of happens. Exactly. Yeah, I liked... I, I Honestly, I liked bits of this movie, and I liked that it delved into, like, different um, parts that I wasn't expecting it to, like, mm-hmm. the whole idea of... Because um, I thought by the trailers it would just be, like, a perfect ride for him. Like, he wouldn't really go into any, you know, you know like, driving any walls mm-hmm. with it. Like, yeah. I liked that it addressed the idea that you can't remember every lyric to every song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that was pretty clever. And also, I liked the concept, although they didn't explain anything about it, but, like, <laughs> the fact that, like, cigarettes yeah. disappeared or, like, Coca-Cola is no longer a thing. Yeah. Um, the, which I thought was thing, interesting, but... This this point's been brought up before, but mm-hmm. <laughs> those, all that stuff disappears, and then there's no, like, effects of... Like, if cigarettes did never existed in the world, there'd be millions of people who, like, were still alive because of it, mm-hmm. and, like the, like, the cultural landscape of America would be different. And yeah. <laughs> that point's been brought up before, but it was, I thought when, when they, that part happened, I was like, what? Has it been run up before? Yeah. Is there like a whole yesterday deep dive that I'm not like paying attention to? Like... I, I, when the, I know when the trailer came out, people were like, are they going to go into it or not? I think Fantano probably said something about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So. No, yeah. I, I definitely, when I was watching the movie, was waiting to see like some like big change because there was a lot of random stuff that like didn't exist anymore. Like Harry Potter didn't exist. Um, right yeah oasis didn't exist and <laughs> i think that's like things that he liked or enjoyed but gone. then like two other random people mm. like remember them too like the one guy in russia and then the one woman in liverpool they were like bro you yeah. remember them too right see that was so confusing to me especially when the russian guy was at his first concert or whatever yes <laughs> i thought <laughs> I honestly, it's like the way he was like still standing there after his first concert. Mm-hmm. I thought he was like symbolizing what it's like for someone to listen to the Beatles for the first time. Yeah. But then it was just, it wasn't that at all. Like he was just like, I guess he was just looking for good music after good music disappeared. And then he, yeah. he, I, I, they don't explain it at all. Like why, like literally why three people, like out of like the, the entire like, population. I thought it'd be really funny if they had all got hit by buses at the same time. Yes, or if they like. <laughs> <laughs> they were the people that like hit him or that something. <laughs> Did either of you guys see Life Itself? Um, no, I never. I heard it was awful, so I didn't actually get around to seeing it. Well, I'm gonna spoil it for a second, so I apologize. Okay. But there's a scene in that movie. Well, the bigger reveal scene is that they're all connected because all of them got ran over by like the same bus or whatever. <laughs> 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 so I wanted, <laughs> or they were like all involved in like someone's death in a bus crash or whatever. So this it's like. like I wanted. To, I was like wondering if the guy was like the bus driver or something, and then like yeah. one of the ladies like a passenger. So everyone like involved with that bus was like, yeah, like if like the me. if the flashes of like the power going out were just flashes of like all these people getting hit by a bus. <laughs> me and Joe were talking about this earlier, and I want to bring it up because like we were saying, how dark would it have been if these were like I? This is what I was predicting to happen earlier. Mm-hmm. I thought because like the, the scene where that lady is confronting Jack about yeah. um like 
about how like he never lived the life or whatever mm-hmm. i honestly thought she was going to be like the daughter of one of the Beatles or something yeah and i thought it was going into this weird little dark direction where they were gonna like make this guy john lennon and i thought he was gonna die by the end like that would have gotten oh my so gosh that would have been dark yeah i'm um, surprised that john lennon was in this movie i'm surprised they revived him they they had like they brought him back to life for the movie i thought yeah. that was odd yeah, it yeah. was kind of weird that Danny Boyle insisted on <laughs> using a skeleton, resurrecting him. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> cool. I mean, if you asked me, you could have just got someone to play the part. But mm-hmm. yeah. I really, I get that Danny Boyle is like that kind of director, and I, I respect his craft. And then to have him yeah. not only resurrected, but to have him be like a big fan of Capture on the Rye just seems super insensitive. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, more power to you. Um. So I want to get to really the big topic of this movie, mm-hmm. and that has to be uh, Ed, Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> now I, I I want to say that there's more Ed Sheeran music in this movie than there is Beatles music. I'm not positive mm-hmm. about that, but there is quite a bit of Ed Sheeran music in this movie. There is a the lot main, of Ed Sheeran in this the movie. The main thing that I don't get about Ed Sheeran being in this movie is why, in the world of yesterday. Was Ed Sheeran our generation's Beatles? Like he's like, he literally goes. He he says, "I always knew someone would pass me, and it's you. Yes. I just didn't think it'd be this soon." Yeah. Like, since when is Ed Sheeran the most like a critically acclaimed artist of all time? Yeah, and then he got like really depressed and yeah. was like, "Man, I'm not talented anymore." And then Kay McKinnon goes, "Ed Sh- Ed Sheeran was holding the door open for you, or something like that." Yeah, I thought she was really funny in the movie. Like. There's one part where she's talking to Jack, and she, like, throws her head back. She's like, you're a star! <laughs> it was really random humor I enjoyed. Yeah, I thought she was pretty good. I mean, I like Kate McKinnon in pretty much everything mm-hmm. she's in. And honestly, like, no one did a bad job in this movie. Even, yeah. um, if anything, they're kind of underutilized. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Because even, like, Lily James, who's, like, just one of the best actresses working today, mm-hmm. she is given absolutely nothing to do in this movie. Like, she's yeah. just, like, kind of placed there to be, like, the standard romantic interest. I just, it, I'm sure uh, Mr. Patel is, I, I don't know how to say his first, Himesh Patel, is that how his name's pronounced? Yes. I think so. I'm sure he's a nice man in real life, but he is in no position to reject Lily James. Like, he's very handsome, like, in in some sense, sure. Mm-hmm. But... Also, why did the movie act like he was the ugliest dude in the world? They were like, they were like, your image doesn't like, work. I was bad. like, he's a cute little little boy. What's wrong yeah. with him? <laughs> yeah, what did Kate McKinnon say? She's like, pretty much, like, everything's good about you except, like, your face, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he looks fine. It's just the entire thing with uh, him and Lily James, I didn't understand, mm-hmm. was that she's, like, an accomplished school teacher in this movie. And he is literally like a he's like a bum, basically. Like mm-hmm. he's he lives with his parents. He plays the guitar for like no one. Like no one listens to him. Uh, yeah. like no one likes his music except him. Like you know. So like I don't get why she was chasing after him for all these years. And mm-hmm. and then also like when he was like had that whole wall of women that he loved. I don't I'm like who are all these other women that you chose over Lily James? Mm-hmm. Like your vast like love interest, like your and whole then, romantic past. 
I guess if we're getting into the spoilers of the film, um, yeah, at this point I think it's spoiler for review. yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why I'll, at the end of the movie he has a does he have a change of heart or is it because and they kind of never set up why he never like liked her. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 at times it hinted at that he didn't think he was like good enough for her, and then at times it was like he was too just he just didn't realize. And they, I didn't think they did, did a good job of setting that up. Mm-hmm. And then that that poor man gets his girlfriend stolen at the end of the movie. He was yes, I I had secondhand embarrassment watching that because he like puts her up on the like big screen for everyone to watch, and then he's like, "Yeah, I love you." Yeah, I felt like, so uh. bad for him. Like mm-hmm. uh, he's just like, oh, "I just want you to be happy." Like, what a good dude, honestly. Like at the end mm-hmm. of the day, like he recorded that guy's music and let him steal his girlfriend. Yeah. Like then, he's, he's the hero of the movie, honestly. The movie, I thought it was odd. There was a post-credit scene where, um, where Jack gets sued to death for releasing a contracted album for free. I thought that was kind of dark to include. Good joke. Thank um, you. I thought a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> but he just drops the album. He's like, "I'm playing it up for free," and then Kate McKinnon's like, "Like, oh, you, you rascal." And it's like you were that millions of dollars were put into the advertising and production of this, and you're just like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna upload it to Instagram today. She said, "Stop in the name of money." <laughs> yeah. See, okay, that's another thing um, that I wish they kind of explored more is mm-hmm. the whole idea that the Beatles today um, they would not. I don't know if they would have found as much success because um, mm-hmm. just like the different kind of industry there is when it comes mm-hmm. to like monetization with music and the way that people aren't necessarily willing to listen to like five plus minute songs anymore you know Mm -hmm. um i thought that was an interesting concept that they only briefly touched on like mostly in that one scene earlier on where he was trying to play um i forgot what song he was playing with the piano but like everyone kept interrupting yeah let it be Mm -hmm. and uh everyone kept like interrupting him during it i thought that was clever Mm -hmm. and then everything with kate mckinnon was kind of you know, solidifying that a little bit, but like they don't really explore it that often. Mm-hmm. Like all these different questions, like about what would happen if the Beatles' music was released today. Well, like would this generation kind of embrace it as much as they did like forty years ago? Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Like I would love to see another movie about it that actually answers the question. Mm-hmm. I think the I don't know why Danny Boyle had the movie because it's. It, he like tries to do his weird style, but it it's this is I mean at the end of the day this is a romantic comedy, and mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't his style doesn't work like like there's scenes where it's like it's like the 127 hours like really visceral handheld shots and it doesn't it doesn't fit in a rom com about the Beatles. No, um, especially that like uh, you said earlier, Joe, that concert sequence at the beginning. Yeah, like, the way a... he, the camera was like tilted like all. Like weirdly, like it's just and, the weirdest camera work for this movie. And then there's like there's like Edgar Wright type well shots where it like zooms in like really quickly on his face and then it gets like there's the sequence where he's like in the room of like TVs and it's showing like his mm-hmm. success rise and it's like this doesn't work in a rom com. Right. And I don't I mean because his movies he's a great director, like I've liked pretty much everything I've seen by him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve, I thought Steve Jobs was like fantastic, so I, I just thought it was odd. That he kind of, it just seemed this movie seemed very sloppy and it didn't mm-hmm. seem very thought out. And I just well, I don't know why he did it. Well, he literally dropped out of James Bond for this movie. Like he uh, he decided not to make a James Bond movie just for the sake of making this. 
which is why I was like anticipating this movie because mm-hmm. uh, I was like, oh, there must be something really special to the script that we're just not seeing from the trailers. Um, but and again, I enjoyed this movie for what it was. It was a mm-hmm. cute movie. I was charmed by it. I was entertained enough while watching it. Um, I don't regret seeing it, but I just I can't help but feel like there's so much more you can do with this concept. Um, and even with these actors, like this in ensemble is pretty solid mm-hmm. for the most part. Uh, I mean, you have future award-winning actor Ed Sheeran, and yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you just do nothing with him. Uh, you don't give him any dramatic weight. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you get quite possibly the greatest artist of our generation, and he's kind of he's just a joke. He says, "Hey, dude," and that's it. I, I thought mm-hmm. it was underused for sure. Yeah, yeah they really and that's downplayed thing. Ed Sheeran. That's another thing with the humor. It's like the whole "Hey, dude" thing. It's like, mm-hmm. Some of the humor in this movie is very cringy. Like, mm-hmm. it it feels like really like like meme stuff that your mom would share on Facebook. Like, it's really it's really mm-hmm. rough to watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a shame. I mean, it's not it's not a terrible movie. It's just I feel like we could have I feel like we could have probably made a better movie. Like yeah, a, we mm-hmm. could have crafted something a little bit better. It really does feel like a first draft, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about like I, there's like 18 other directors who could have done a much better. Like if you give the script to like Mark Webb or like <clears throat> Dexter Fletcher or something, like get like a just mm-hmm. David Danny Boyle is not <laughs> this movie. So yeah, I felt like he was trying to do a ton of like different types and different styles. Like he had the the psychedelic transitions. Mm-hmm. Towards the beginning, which I guess is like kind of a nod towards the Beatles, mm-hmm. right? And then he would also have the different angled shots, and then he'd have the like random flashbacks. And I felt like they tried to mix British humor with American humor mm-hmm. in a yeah. way. Yeah, they were like giving Kate McKinnon, like, I don't know, like the way like he was like kind of or she was kind of like having to work with that. Mm-hmm. I thought was very, uh. It was very rough, like that there was were, very much SNL kind of humor. That there were yeah. sequences where I thought his style worked, like when he, when he was trying to learn the words to Eleanor Rigby, and it would showcase what he was saying. I was like, "Oh, this mm-hmm. is really nice. Yeah, Let's I get more of this." Yeah, and I I liked that, and I liked every time they cut back to like every time like he would reference something that doesn't exist anymore, and then like mm-hmm. he'd go to Google. I thought that yeah, humor like, was that was good. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like especially um, the cigarette thing, mm-hmm. like the way he couldn't. Uh, or coke, and it would come up as like coke. cocaine or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was funny, but like, I don't know. Like, that's the weird mixture of this movie. Like, it's, half mm-hmm. of it is actually genuinely clever stuff, um, and then the other half of it is just it feels lazy. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much yeah, everything yeah. with Ed Sheeran. Based, I mean, I keep going back to Ed Sheeran, <laughs> but he, I think he, I think he's the reason why this movie is not good. Like, <laughs> he ruined it. Like, Ed Sheeran <laughs> did a rewrite of the script, actually. So it, that actually is his fault. <laughs> God, I, I, I just has he ever acted before other than Game of Thrones in this? Like, I don't, I don't think so. I think, and I think this is his, Game of Thrones. Yeah, he gets a Game of Thrones and it gets ruined, and then he gets in yesterday <laughs> and that gets ruined. So, <laughs> what will he ruin next? Um, sure. I don't know. What would you guys, honestly, if you could play any superhero, who would you put? Like, who would you have Ed Sheeran play? Oh, that's such a big question. Um, mm. He's going to be the new Wolverine. I'll say that. <laughs> I mean, he is like 5'6", so like... You can do it. I I approve of that, yes. Okay, it's yeah. It's a good choice. 
I mean, after Iron Man's gone, I guess he could maybe. Yeah, we need we need someone. Yeah. To fill okay. his shoes. <laughs> um, he okay. Can be carnage. Oh, oh, oh! I like that. That's a good mm-hmm. one. That's because honestly, because I think Woody Harrelson's going to drop out of the sequel, so you're going to need another redhead. And mm-hmm. honestly, he looks more like a sociopath. Than... Oh my god, I forgot that that um, uh, Woody Harrelson was supposed to be. I forgot that about that completely. How could you forget? Venom. Because I was just the end credit song is just the best part of the movie. So they're going to know what hit him. What what yeah. if we had a, a movie about if Venom was taken out of the world? Yeah. I, I or uh, Eminem's music. What about specifically that song? Just that Just song. Venom? Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd probably be a more well-rounded film. Yeah. It, honestly, if you took that song out of the world, I think we would see political corruption and mm-hmm. climate change to like just varying degrees that we could never. You know, you know, in like back, in like time travel movies where they come back to the present and it's like all gone. I think that's probably mm-hmm. what would happen. Yeah. Be, that sounds about I right. The left has won. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Adam, I believe you had a, a question you wanted to pose to us. Yeah, I keep bringing. Yes. yes, I wanted to bring it up. Um, <laughs> so, have you guys thought about this? Um, I have. I don't. I don't. Yeah. You should ask the question. First. Okay, yeah, yes. I just was making sure before I actually asked it. Um, so I was asking them earlier, if we could um, remove, or if they could remove one thing from, like, just the world in general, um, and they could invent it and profit off of it, what would it be? Um, and I ask you listeners, to uh, <laughs> all two of you, um, to maybe tell us what you would remove from this world so you could profit off of it. But also remember in this movie that they have, or uh, the main character has issues like remembering lyrics to the Beatles, like songs. Um, so like, let it, like think of something that you could actually fully remember and uh, utilize. Um, so Liz, do you want to go first? Um, yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. This is like annoying. Like it's like one of those like, you know when they're like, if you had a genie and you could like wish for three wishes, what would your wishes be? And they're like infinite wishes. Ha ha ha. Right. I think I would get rid of the alphabet because then, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> then I could create it and create the English language. See, I, I wanted to I want to discuss that because that that just that sends like a stomach <laughs> a whole rabbit hole of how his society yeah. functioned for all these years <laughs> without an alphabet like what have we been taught in school is a language arts a thing is yeah. literature a thing is are movies a thing because how do you know the lines to your scripts you um, don't. <laughs> how do we goodness. how do we communicate without the English? oh do we would we just speak another language <laughs> That's a good question. I don't. I don't think Liz. Knows. <laughs> well, I was Liz thinking is... about it, and I was like thinking of like artists or thinking of like books that I know. Right. And then I was like, "Hey, 
all of these have words. <laughs> Let's just get rid of words. Just take away the alphabet completely. Yeah. I like that because it, it's just complete <laughs> anarchy and I love it. Like you, you just completely okay, destroyed the world and it's completely good. Like you had the world in your hands and you crushed it. I love it. Danny Boyle's pending screenplay for this right now, actually. Oh no. <laughs> Um, okay, Joe, how can you top that? I want to hear it. I don't see. I should have gone first because I don't know how to. I was going to come in with like a dumb, like, oh, I make yeah, Mamma Mia I mean, again, but I can't. Liz really like dropped the mic with that one. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'd make like, I guess if I could take like chicken run out of existence, I could probably do Because I was thinking practically, like, what do I actually know, like, every single thing to? You know the like, alphabet. <laughs> I know the alphabet by heart. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I guess... I mean, Bo Burnham is probably the closest... Like, I pro like I probably know the most of his work by heart, but... I, I mean, you can't really top the alphabet, so... I guess. I'm yeah. sorry. Can I take the alphabet back? No, no why no, would you no. want to do that? That's like the best answer. That was better <laughs> than anything. I, I was like thinking about stupid shit. Like you were going like on a different oh, no. after plan. Like you were like on a different level than either of us. That's a perfect <laughs> answer. Um, yeah, I too was going for meme answers. Um, I was. <laughs> uh, oh no, now I feel bad. Yeah. I, okay. Listen, if I was to pose the question, what is the most single, like single-handedly, the most important, like culturally important thing? Of I the think I know where you're going with this. Do I don't think you do. I um, have a general idea. You don't. I promise. <laughs> um, what What would you say is like the most, the biggest thing of pop culture in the 21st century? Like both of you. Um. Mm. Uh, probably Fast and Furious. No, I know, but <laughs> I only because I don't think I could do that as well as they did it. Okay. Because um, I mean, really, yeah, that's I, where I thought you were going with it, so I don't know where where um, this wound up. You're wrong, Joe. I was gonna say Bionicle. Um, <laughs> uh, I would remake not only the Bionicle toys. And profit off of them and sell them to Lego. I would make the feature films, the animated series, um, for Cartoon Network and Toonami. I would mm -hmm. entirely profit off of it and bring it to life for a generation that I would truly accept it. Um, that's a terrible answer, but uh, I think that's where I'm going to go with it. So I think I, Bionicle. I, when you think about it, because think about how much has been inspired by Bionicle and how much. How many people were inspired to create just because of knowing what Bionicle was? So I think if your film would explore this is is it in this film that you're posing where Bionicle doesn't exist, there there would be there'd be countless ripple effects. There are, and yeah. I, I just want to be clear here. Many of you guys know this, but some of you may not. The Bible was actually inspired by Bionicle. <laughs> so if you remove Bionicle from the zeitgeist of pop culture you actually remove religion as a whole. Um, so I would be All changing... Abrahamic religions. Yeah, we would not only be changing re like religion, we'd be changing maybe even medicine as we know it. Um, we might solve world hunger. Um, mm -hmm. So really, I look at myself not as a person trying to profit. 
I look at myself as a humanitarian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I really think I'm doing good work here. But at the end of the day, I think Liz probably gave us the best answer. (laughs) Because when you think about it, without the alphabet, Bionicle ceases to exist. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't even spell Bionicle without the alphabet, mm-hmm. so it's like... Exactly. And yeah. the Bible, B-I-Bionicle, it just... <laughs> it just doesn't work without it. I actually it have one more. We, uh, we, we'd we not be able to do this podcast if we... Yeah, this podcast without language. Exactly. The Critics Podcast is brought to you by the English Language. Uh, you can check out our <laughs> link in the description for five dollars off. <laughs> um... Well, I want to close up by asking, what would you guys rate yesterday out of 10? Um, well, I slapped um, yesterday with a 5 out of 10. Ooh, okay. Harsh I'd prepared. Give it, I'd give it like a, a 6, because it's cute. It has good music in it. Right. Jack, Jack Malik wrote some good music. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, I gave it a... I, I feel like I was really harsh on this podcast, so this might come across as his praise. I gave it a seven out of ten. 10? 10? Yeah. yeah, I, I gave it a ten out of ten. That's a good thing this year. Pretty good. Perfect ten. 10. Out of 10. I honestly, I gave it a seven out of ten because I didn't really have that. Like it, it's like it's flawed fundamentally, but like at the same time, it's also super harmless. Like mm-hmm. it's just such a light movie that I couldn't really hate it that much. Um, but you know, it's, it is what it is. It's a summer movie. It's a light little romantic mm-hmm. comedy. So honestly, I don't know why we did a whole deep dive on yesterday. <laughs> no one was really clamoring for it, but Hey, we did it anyways. Yeah. Um, we give the people what they need. Yeah. More than what they want, what they need. Yes. Uh, so outside of the alphabet. <laughs> um, so Liz, where could people find you online? Oh, um, you can find me on Instagram, um, LizHart1701. I have really funny captions because I like puns. Um, yeah. I mean, who doesn't love a good pun? So please do follow her. uh, Yeah. I mean, I use the alphabet a lot. Yeah, I was about to say the alphabet. It's, uh, if you want to see a great use of the alphabet, please follow Mm -hmm. her. Yes. Uh, Joe, what about you? Um, I'm at Joseph underscore Salamony on pretty much everything. So yeah, you can find me there. Um, I'm at Adam Sidorius on pretty much everything. Um, if you want to see really... I mean, uh, we're counting down the days for Hobbs and Shaw, Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah. So if, you, if you're just forgetting how many days are left until that movie comes out, follow me on all social medias and I will keep you posted on that. Um, also, like and subscribe to Jeremy Johns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris mm-hmm. Stuckman. Uh, Check out the website Letterboxd. Uh, Schmoes No Podcast. Uh, yeah, they, they haven't busted their ass. Yeah, no. every week for Star Wars content. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is going nowhere, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> but Liz, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. Of um, course. Thank you for allowing me to hang out with y'all. Yeah, I, I appreciate mean, it. Not as much as Adam does, but still oh. appreciate it. Thank you, Joe. 
Uh, hopefully, <laughs> we'll have you back for like a better movie next time, so we can actually mm-hmm. like fully discuss something. Yeah, um, something that's actually worth discussing. <laughs> or actually, we could just have you back for another episode about the implications of erasing the alphabet from existence. Yes, I I'll definitely do some research, see what I can <laughs> figure out. Well, that's great. <laughs> um, well, thank you everyone for listening, and also you can read the latest reviews on uh, critics.com for all the latest movies and TV shows and whatever have you. Um, Well, thank you for listening and goodbye.